words from the hills, reconfigure your life, change your heart, and prepare you for all that God has destined you to be. Welcome to the Hills Church. Praise God. Let us pray. Dear God, we thank you. We worship you. We bless your name today. Thank you for who you are to us. We offer our hearts to you. We offer our spirits to you. We offer our minds to you. We offer our faculty to you. We offer everything that we are to you. We bless your name. We speak over ourselves. We marinate ourselves with your word, with your power, O oh God. Let the entrance of your word bring light. Let it cause understanding to fill our hearts. Let our hearts journey with you, O oh God. Take us from here to the next stopping place of your glory. Take us from here, O oh God, to the next place where your glory is. Take us from here, O oh God, to the place where your power lives. Take every one of us, transport us, O oh God, from this place, O oh God, to the next place, O oh God. There is another place in you, a place full of power, where your sons fly with grace and your daughters are bound in mercy. Let us find that ram. Let us find something extraordinary. Let's find something in you. Lord, we know that there is more in you. We know that there is much more in you. We don't want to stop here, oh God. We need more, oh God. There's a cry that fills our spirit. There's a hunger that fills our soul. There's a holy desire that fills our world, oh God. And we need more of you. Thank you, Lord God. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. So this morning we're going to share about money, more than money in the bank. And you know that we've been working on a series in Proverbs. Um, so we're reading a chapter of Proverbs every day. Today we're at Proverbs 7 and you've read it. We want it to be like an open conversation want to change the culture of the church from only one man preaching to everyone. I don't want us to be a congregation where only one man is preaching. I want us to be a band of fiery warriors that everywhere we go, there's something you carry on your inside. Every one of us has a different way of expressing ourselves. You don't have to stand in front of everyone to preach, but you can preach one-on-one. -on -one. If your facts and your grace is not aligned and you're not open to it, guess what? You'll never do it. So I just want all of us to be open to speaking, open to carrying the grace of God, open to doing more. Praise God. And that way you create an atmosphere. You know, I've been pastor for many years and I, I told my wife that like, I don't know what happens to me, but women don't come on strong to me. My wife said, they used to come. You're just not aware. Do you understand? Like the vibe around me has nothing like that. I don't have time for that. There's no antenna to receive. <laughs> like, Pastor ID and I used to work together at some point in time. There were lo lots of women, right? Our entire administration system was all women, and maybe like 50, 20, 40 women everywhere. And the best and the most special and everything. But I didn't feel that sense of seduction around me because why? Before you came into my office, we started crying in the Holy Ghost. I started preaching to you like, after a while you're like, oh, maybe I shouldn't let out that. I have the yellow card, but I won't bring it out here. <laughs> 
You just have an atmosphere around yourself that shuts it down. That's not how you are vibing. That's not how you're going. But seduction is in the air. There's a lot of filth being released into this generation. A lot of filth is being pumped, you know. When, when we sit down and some certain people come into the room, like you're in the front lobby of Radisson, some people just come into the room. I just say to him, the slay queens have arrived. <laughs> so like, like, you know, all those people absolutely naked, wearing uh, nipple rings, trying to show it with, through their dress, you know, just that's exactly, so you, you don't even have to look for it, it's coming for you. So you need to create an atmosphere around yourself that doesn't permit it. And God will strengthen each of us to stand strong. The brothers of this generation, God is your strength. Amen. God is your strength. Amen. God will present pure men to himself. Amen. Men who are strong in the spirit. Men who don't soil their royal oaths. Men who stand with God and partner with the spirit of God Amen. to dethrone corruption Amen. and lust. Amen. So there's a lot of that in the book of Proverbs. Chapter 7 today is all about seduction, the seductive woman. You understand? But don't forget, this is not the spirit of suspicion, of us beginning to suspect each other. This is not the spirit of, I'll look at somebody and feel like, ah, this, look at this boy, how yellow he is, and how, how clean his beard is. He must be doing something. <laughs> Do you guys understand? That's not right. That's not right. That's actually legalism. Don't forget that we're not going to use laws and rules to bind ourselves. Self-government and accountability to each other. Accountability. You will choose your accountability partner. You will have someone you go to, to checklist. All of these things, like you guys said. Okay, let me not go over what you have said. But let's go on to today's message. More than money in the bank. Say it again. More than money in the bank. What is more than money in the bank? What is that thing? Because honestly, let's not kid ourselves. Money in the bank is important. Okay? Without money in the bank, most likely we will not be here. This place doesn't come for free. This hall, which we've stayed in for over a year plus, Idera Hall, they don't go for free. So, without money in the bank, you won't have clothes on your back. You won't have food on your table. You won't be able to maintain your family. You won't be able to sustain your business. So let's not play around and say money in the bank is not important. It is important. Okay. Do you guys understand this? If you don't have money in the bank, you won't pursue that master's degree you're chasing. You won't look for the excellence you're looking for. You won't look for excellence. You won't even be able to sustain a business. So it's very important that you see that money in the bank is important. What did I say? Money in the bank is important. But there's something more important than money in the bank. So let's read this together. Good desires don't destroy. Only desires for anything minus God destroys. Everything that is good will not destroy you. But when you seek for good outside of God, 
all of a sudden that good begins to lose its power and its value. Good must be steeped in God for it to be really good. Good must be a slave to what God has said for it to really be good. John Bevere, which is one of my fathers in the Lord, I follow him so seriously. He wrote a book, Good or God. Do you understand? Because we are now beginning to define good and define many versions of truth. But what is godly good is actually what is really, really good. So like I said, money is important. But what is evil is when money becomes seductive, when money becomes controlling, when money becomes amplified, and when money is wildly used. So look at the words, one, seductive, controlling, amplified, and wild. So wild money, amplified money, controlling money, seductive money, these are the powers that money has. And when money begins to express itself in this kind of way, you now begin to see that something is up. So let's read from Proverbs chapter 3, verse 13 to 14. One, two, go. You are blessed when you meet Lady Wisdom, when you make friends with Madam Insight. She's worth far more than money in the bank. Her friendship is better than a big salary. It's amazing. Lady Wisdom, Madam Insight. Isn't it not amazing that you women feel like there's nothing about you in the Bible, but every time I read the Bible, I see, you know, there's a scripture which Pastor Fred loves. It's not here. You know, she shall receive what she asks of the Lord. There's a, there are many scriptures where the Bible goes into the feminine gender. And all through the book of Proverbs, you see Proverbs, wisdom referred to as a woman. Wiseness is feminine, is gentle, is entreaty is so lady wisdom she's a lady she's she she she's a woman of virtue she she's she has decorum you're blessed when you meet her when you make friends with madam insight there's a grace on your inside called insight some people call it a sixth sense some knowing you come into an atmosphere you know that the atmosphere is dark inside you sit in the room and you know what everybody's heading to which they are not saying inside madam insight is what you need as you do life you need madam insight you're blessed she's far worth more than money in the bank there is something worth more than money in the bank, and that is wisdom, and that is insight. More than money in the bank, more than what money can do for you, more than what opportunities can do for you, is this woman called Lady Wisdom and Madam Insight. How powerful is that? Let's go on. So Cardi B is one of the biggest, most contemporary singers of today. And some of you may not have heard about her, but she's controlling the entire 
14 to 25 year olds. And some of you in this church, you know you have our music in your, your playlist. This is actually very edited. She would never say anything like this without swear words and all of that. I've removed all the swear words and used other words to replace them. The S, the F, the all of those things, the B-I-T-C-H, all of those words have been removed and replaced with other words. This was this is a song. Her song is called Money. I was born to flex. Yes. Diamonds on my neck. I like boarding jets. Woo. But nothing in this world that I like more than checks, money. All I really want to see is the money. I don't really need a man, I need the money. All a bad girl needs is the money. You know she's not going to say a bad girl, she's going to say a worse word than that. She's not going to say a man, she's going to say something worse than that. You understand? All a girl needs is money. I don't really need a man, I need the money. <laughs> I don't think you guys think like pastors should be looking at things like this, right? But this is the paradigm that we're drinking. This woman is one of the most influential pop stars in 2019. Gathering all the Grammys. Has the listening ears of a whole generation. Declaring through the airwaves in the most electrifying way possible that all that is important money 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 this directly goes against our topic of the day more than money there is something more than money there's something better than money that takes us to this scripture let's read this set of scriptures Let's read together. This is from 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 9 to 12. One, two, go. The people who long to be rich fall into temptation and are tried by many foolish and harmful desires that plunge them into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. And some people craving money have wandered from the true faith and pierced themselves with many sorrows. What can I say about this? That people longing to be rich wander away from their faith. Is that what's happening to many pastors? Wander away from their faith. You know, there's a way I can condition this message today. I'm going to talk about something very soon, but you will see that I just say, we can condition this message today and it will be all about you opening your pockets and giving more money to the church. The truth is the church is lacking right now. Do you understand? But that's not what I'm here for. Do you understand? The church needs everything you can get right now. We have some projects upcoming. We could use some good donations. But that's not what I'm here for. Because then what you do is, your intention in your heart is good as a pastor. You want to do something good. It's actually something good you want to do. But the money is not coming. So what do you do? You come on Sunday morning. You have your hair scattered a little bit as if you've been praying all weekend. <laughs> You're a little edgy. People say that, oh man, he's carrying something. 
He said, brothers, I hardly slept last night. All night the Lord was telling me, I am here to visit my sons and my daughters. God is coming to this house and he wants to make some billionaires here. Even though you're small today, yet shall your latter end be. God wants to make stupendous wealth, stupendous wealth, stupendous wealth. I just need some people who are going to step out of the word of the prophet. To a prophet, the Lord gives his word. And anyone who believes the prophet will receive a prophet's reward. Say amen. Why do you stay in your built houses when the lost house remains in ruins? Now bring me a tithe. Bring me an offering. Let the Lord Almighty move on your account. And I will pray for you. And if I be a man of God, the anointing on my head will just fall upon you. Do you know I could do it? I could act all of this out. But there's only one problem. <laughs> Did the Lord send me? Did the Lord send me? Is that what God wants? Or trying to drive a better car and trying to move our church to a bigger place, I pierce my soul with many sorrows. I lead the entire people of God on a journey that God did not plan. I set some people up that they will tomorrow they'll be so disappointed in God because God will not back up that seduction. God will not back it up. God will not back it up. We wander from the faith and pierce themselves with many sorrows. So the pastor is greedy, but don't forget seduction works both ways. Robert said that the person on the other side must have some element of greed too. He appeals to them. So that I feed the lost. The lost receives. Action and reaction are equal and opposite. We meet. Bible says the preachers are preaching a false message, but the people love it so. You know that if I was preaching a particular kind of message, this place would not contain us. I know that kind of message. But as I'm standing, I'm begging you guys in entity, let's go into God. We all can be legit people of God. We all can carry some true fire. We all can know God. We all can vibe in the spirit. Some of you will touch it and go one day. I know people who come to this church don't come back again. They said, ah, there's fire. I'm going to burn. Or the ark walk. They know that there's a demand in the heart of God that are you, are you ready to journey? Do you want to go somewhere with God? Are you ready to be something in God? Or do you want to do dead Christianity? There's power in God. There's transformation in the spirit. But it's only for those who are ready to give it what it takes. It's not for players. Chasing money. People gather in the church for money. They know God is the fountain of all wealth. So they go to God to use him to bless them so they can be who they really always wanted to be. I'm not saying God doesn't bless. 
Truly, there can be no blessing except God blesses you. But is it covetousness that drives you or love for God? Let's read this again. One, two, go. But you, Timothy, are a man of God. So run from all these evil things. Pursue righteousness and a godly life along with faith, love, perseverance, and gentleness. Fight the good fight for the true faith. Hold tightly to the eternal life to which God has called you. Hold tightly. The Bible is not difficult to understand at all. Hold tightly to eternal life. Hold tightly to this. This is why God has called you. Hold it tight. Hold tight to that life in God. Do you want life in God or do you want games? Hold tightly to eternal life in God. This is the reason which God has called you. Amen. Amen. Praise God. So, let's break it down. What are the things that are more than money in the bank? Let's start from number one. Love, say love. love. Two, a good name. Three, wisdom. wisdom. Four, atmosphere. atmosphere. And in the end, this will be the total of a man's life when you add all of them together. But guess how some of us are. This is how we are. This is how we are. Just go up and down. See how we roll. How many of us roll? We're actually always constantly not having enough of any. We're actually always jumping back and forth. Do you understand? We're not steady. We're not steady. But God wants us to be steady. So let's read from Mark chapter 10. Uh, if you have the New King James Version, I would like us to read together Mark chapter 10 verse 7, 17. One, two, go. Yeah. God, you know the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not murder. Do not steal. Do not bear for witness. Do not defraud. Honor your father and your mother. And he answered and said to him, Teacher, all these things I've kept from my youth. Then Jesus, looking at him, loved him and said to him, One thing you lack, go away, sell whatever you have and give it to the poor and you'll have treasure in heaven. Come, take up the cross and follow me. But he was sad at this word and went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. This is called the rich young ruler. That's the title, or the rich ruler, or the rich man. Depending on what translation you have, it's called Jesus' counsel, the rich young ruler. There was a man who was so rich, and he came to Jesus Christ with nice words. You know, Jesus knows how to cut the chase. You can tell him nice things. Pharisees always constantly used to come and tell him nice things. But... He always knew what was in the person's heart who was speaking. So the man came to him and said to him, Good master, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And every time we preach about this man, guess what we talk about? We mostly talk about a bad man, a man who is greedy, 
a man who is not a good man. That's how we describe him. Do you understand? We talk about this rich man as if he was a man hung up on money. But let's listen very well to how the Bible tells this story from the Bible. Let's take it from the context in which we see it manifest. Because it's not just about using the Bible to say, you know, like I want to, I want to say, oh, riches. So I use this man. I've used, heard people preach, give money to the church through this man. It had nothing to do with donating money to the church. This entire account actually was the exact opposite. So I'll explain. This man comes to Jesus and says, Oh, master, good master. What must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus said, hey, hey, hey. No one is good apart from God. We know Jesus is good, right? But he said, dude, why are you trying to bring what works ahead? Why are you trying to earn a reputation? Why are you trying to earn my, how are you going to praising me into who I am? No one is good. So why do you call me good? What do you want? The man asked him, what must I do to inherit eternal life? It was the most legitimate question anyone could ask. And considering this man, he was rich, he had money, he had means, he was influential in society, everybody knew him more or less. He was a ruler, which means that he controlled maybe some political role. So if you call it, you can call it an entrepreneur senator of some sort, that kind of person. Someone who has his own business on the side, but in addition to that, he also had public influence was this kind of man. And Jesus said to him, you read the law and the commandments. Keep the law and the commandments. And guess what this man said to Jesus Christ? I have always done this from my youth. I have always done this from my youth. Do you know if this man was lying, Jesus would have said, liar. Because Jesus is not known to, to yeah, yeah, to shit his punches. He just gave. <laughs> Jesus actually looked at the man and said, ah, it's true. This man has paid his tithe. He's kept the commandment. He's a good man. But he was surrounded by something. There was a halo of something around him. And it wasn't a righteous halo. The Bible says Jesus looked at him. Let's look at that verse. And loved him. 21. Then Jesus looking at him. Loved him. And said to him. One thing you lack. The love of God is bigger than money. One thing you lack, sir. You've kept the Ten Commandments. You're a good guy. You don't hurt people. You don't cheat people. But one thing you lack. And I will give it to you. Go your way. Sell whatever you have and give it to the poor. He didn't say bring it to Judas. This is what pastors don't remember. 
this is exactly the point. He said, go sell everything you have. So hey, you don't think like I'm actually asking for your money, give it to the poor. I can't tell you how many places I've gone to pray with people. At the end of the day, the guy is trying to give me his card. I'm like, sir, I honestly don't need your card. You know, I remember going to pray for someone in Lekki, around Arabia Kerr Street. I won't tell you the name of that number so that you will not know who it is. <laughs> big lady, rich, big society name. Her, her sister said, oh, she wants to get close to God. I should go and pray with her. I said, oh my God, I'm for all the people who want to get close to God. Is that not what I'm looking for? Let's go break a leg because someone wants to be close to God. I went there, took her through scripture. She was... Not interested in God, to be honest. I don't know. She wanted to massage her religious ego. She wanted to pray. But I don't think like she was open to God. I don't know whether you guys understand that halfway place where people want to just do something religious, but they don't want to. Do you understand? Like, like in those board meetings, some people are saying, let's pray before we begin the board meeting. Do you really want prayer? Do you want me to come and pray in the spirit there? Or do you want to have something that looks like God? Do you really want God? Or do you want a semblance of God? This woman said to me, Oh, pray for me. I used to be a very spiritual woman. I had a bookshop. I had a this, this for God, for gospel and this thing. I said, do you know God? And I found that she was far away from God. I was teaching her how to come back to God, but she wasn't hearing. After one hour, the prayer meeting ended. I couldn't go further because I was out of, you know how that saps your energy, that you feel drained. As I was about to leave, she stood up and said to me, so sir, how much? I'm like, how much for what? She said, how much for the prayer? So I now, the penny just dropped. She was looking for a, a prayer contractor. Someone who come and take her burdens to God in prayer so she can get what she wants from God. And then she will pay me and I will be her job man in the spirit. I was trying to teach her how to find God. She was trying to make me the way to God for her. Let it be a curse the day that any one of us in this church will not know the way into the Spirit. Let it be a shame that day that none of us will be able to stand by ourselves in our, in our dark place and lift up holy hands and say, My God, my Father, without intermediaries. You don't need intermediaries. You need a counselor, you need a coach, but you don't need intermediaries. You need to know the way into the spirit. Jesus looked at the rich man and said, I love you, but there is something that has your heart. There's something that is wrapped around your heart. It is the seduction of money. It's the power of mammon. And for you to make any more advance in me, you need to cut it out. The power of it is controlling you. Cut it out. Cut it out. Say, cut it out. Say, cut it out. 
Go sell everything you own. Give it to the poor and let's talk. Let's talk. Let's begin a new enterprise. Come and walk on water. Come and walk in a place where something is more than money. Come, let me give you something that brings life. Come, let me give you grace, oil in the spirit. Let me give you something that transcends earth resources. Let me give you a knowledge of God that you live the miraculous life of God. Hallelujah. I give you something. I give you something. Jesus said to the rich man, I give you something. Something the world doesn't have. Otherwise, our message will be useless to a dangote, to a tony lumelu. Our message will be useless to the people in this world, to Bill Gates. Two days ago, I was in the foundation's office in Abuja. It's exquisite. Do you understand? Exquisite, beautiful place. They're doing awesome stuff. They're trying to take out malaria, HIV, AIDS, and poverty from Africa. That's wild. But he does not know God. What is that? That is more than money. Jesus will look at him the same way. Look at the rich and Give it all away and come on a journey. Let me take you to a place. Let me take you to something bigger, wilder, nicer than money. Let all that you think you're cool about not just be the clothes that you wear. I don't give two hoots about what I wear. You guys know, like, I'm wearing anything. I'm wearing a tie, I'm wearing canvas. If you don't like it, come and beat me. I my house. It's not about these things that just, what, what are they? Garments. They pay no attention to this. I just dress up. Think like, will the people allow me in or out? That's my condition. If they won't, if they won't bother, like, just security guards, I only introduce myself as a pastor to security guards. Because they will let me in if I say I'm pastor. So, so I don't do it anywhere else. Let not your reputation be something that you take too highly. Let not your image be that you're a cash person. Let not your, let not your boast be that you know how to dress up. Let not your biggest attraction be that you are beautiful. Let not your biggest thing around you be that you, you, you know things in the natural. Bible says, let not the wise man boast in his wisdom or the rich man. Let him who boast, boast in this, that he knows me. And I'm the God who exercises justice, tender kindness, and tender mercies in all the earth. Hallelujah. If you love this, give the Lord a clap offering. Because I know... This is not the kind of message that makes people's blood boil. This is not the kind of message that makes people swing from chandelier to chandelier in the church. But it's the truth. If you hold on to this, you'll be a true believer. You can stand in the day of trial. You can stand when the devil comes to attack you. This is the firm foundation. Jesus said to him, give it all away and come follow me. Come follow me. Say to someone, come follow me. Come follow me. Give it all away. Come follow me. Come follow me. Come follow me. 
Come follow me. Come follow me. Let me take you to a place, another place where power rules. Am I saying you should give up on your dreams? No. Am I saying you should not work anymore? No. Am I saying you shouldn't be someone who completes the assignment? No. Am I saying you should be someone who, who doesn't execute? No. Execute, execute, execute. But don't forget that in your execution, it's not your execution that gives you life. Hallelujah. So, number two, better than money is a good name. Number three, wisdom and purpose. Number four, the presence. It's that things better than money. What's number one? No. <laughs> Love. Jesus loved him. You know, that's actually the, the, the message of that entire scripture. Jesus loved the rich ruler. But the rich ruler could not follow Jesus because he loved something else more so the love of money is the root of all evil you cannot serve God and mammon the love of money if Jesus loves you sometimes he strips you of all your money how many of you have gone through that like Come empty with me on a journey to drink pure water and coconut for breakfast. There was a time I was so broke, all I could afford was Gary. I went and prayed, I said, God, am I not your son? God says, yes, you are my son. Be soaking it, be soaking it. <laughs> Come let me take you to a place without nothing. Nothing in the natural will be your name. It will be all about me. Because I love you. Let's take out the distractions. Let's take out the power of things from you. Let me strip you there. Yesterday, my daughters were telling me at a particular time, when they were in Scotland, I was so broke. I'd lost my job. My wife was a student. Money was not coming from anywhere. And she went to work that day to earn minimum wage job, $10, 10 pounds an hour at the old people's home. In the old people's home, some family members had brought food for the old people to eat and they didn't want to eat the food. So they wanted to throw the food away. She was the carer. She went and said, please can I have the food? She packed it and took it home. And that was the meal for the day for all my four daughters because there was nobody I could get 10 pounds sent to them from God was telling me let me take you to a better place a place without money money is not your life money is not your life your life is bigger than that I want this message to drop into your spirit today that money is not everything something more it's another thing bigger than money and the day you grasp this you begin to walk with God on a whole new level this is not a message of poverty it's the message of true riches this is the message of true wealth 
that you have it all and it has no power. Because if it had power when you didn't have it, then when you have it, it will have power too. God kills the power at the time of lack of availability because he loves you. What is the contention for love? Say love. love. It's the love of money. It's not having money that is the root of all evil. It's not being rich. So we Nigerians love hating rich people. Sometimes. When you drive a nice car, people will try to bash you intentionally. I've been driving going on my own ever since Barnabas came. And bus drivers will come, fool, I'm going to bash you, I'm going to bash you. I'm like... I'm not fighting with you. Please carry go. Nobody was doing that when I was driving Jehu. <laughs> the names of the cars. <laughs> Don't hate the rich. That's not the point. Jesus didn't hate the man. Jesus loved him. It's not about hating the rich. It's not about demonizing people of means. No. It's not about that. You must realize that every person's position was given to them by God and honor them for where they are. Anyone getting something today? Yes. A good name. Proverbs 22 verse 1. Let's read it together. A good name is to be more desired than great wealth. Favor is better than silver and gold. How many of you have like a family name? A great luminary who lived. I live in the shadow of a man called Reverend Michael. This man was known in the city. This man was a radical man of God. This man was a great man of God. And everywhere he went, he started a new church. They drove him out of a church. They beat him and left him for dead four times in his life because he was preaching in a town called Aguila. In Benue State, once he was preaching, the Idoma part of Benue State, he was preaching once. It was the year I was born, and he was preaching, but they have a masquerade in the village. So he was preaching as a bold preacher. He now went there. This masquerade is rubbish. This masquerade has no power over man. There's no spiritual power in this masquerade. They were afraid that this guy was going to unmask the whole intrigue around which their culture was hinged. They came and beat him. Blood was flowing out of his mouth. They thought he was dead. They left him for dead. What was he doing? Preaching radical. You think I'm radical? Try my dad. One Christmas Eve, he went to a little village. Stood on the hill overlooking the village. Started preaching. I know many of you are killing goats today. I know many of you are killing chicken today. On the day of judgment, the chicken that you kill will rise up against you in judgment. The goat that you've murdered will rise up against you in judgment. Why? Because you are killing chicken for a Jesus you don't know. Because you are killing goat for a God you don't understand. Come, let me introduce you to God. They said, no, you're not going to introduce us to God. They came and carried him and threw him into the bush. His message was cutting them to the heart. He went around Ukari, Zakibiam, Tudonga, went everywhere, Kanu, Kaduna, preaching the gospel. Everywhere he went, the church just multiplied. Hundreds of people just gathered. Radical for God. 
Every time I go anywhere, I mention in Benue I'm his son. From government departments, people step back. You're the son of that man. I said, yes. Oh, you look like him. And asked, oh, come. Here's your land papers. Oh, come. Here's your, this is a good name. A good name. A good name is better than money. A good name is better than money. A good name is better than... Leave yourself inheritance that is more than silver and gold. Leave yourself the legacy of a good name. Let people call your name and let people tremble when they hear your name. And you're a man of character. Integrity is your badge. You don't flip-flop. Let people know what you stand for. A good name is better than money. Anyone being blessed by this? Wisdom and purpose. Proverbs 7 verse 4. Let's read it together. Love wisdom like a sister. Make insight a beloved member of your family. Love wisdom like a sister. That's so good. Love her. Love wisdom. Wisdom goes together with purpose. You know you were sent here on an assignment. I said to some people yesterday, like open your hands. Just open your hands for a moment. Do you know there will be two things? that every necromancer or palm reader will find in your hands, do you know what they will find? Your destiny and your number of days. Every palm, you know these marks on your hands? Open your hands, see them. You know what they are? Your destiny, what you ass your assignment. So when you come to this world, how do you come? With your hands closed. What does that mean? You are carrying your destiny into the world. When you leave, how do you leave? It's done. Wisdom and purpose are, are twins. When you have wisdom, wisdom is wisdom for purpose. What you're here for. What you're here for. Sometimes marriage, giving birth to children, all these things can be a distraction. Or they can be a vehicle for you to do your purpose. You choose. Something more than money is the presence of God. We live for the presence of God. We live to carry an atmosphere of God around us. We live for heaven to tabernacle with us. We live for the journey of the supernatural to be real in us. We live for the presence of God. What kind of man is that that doesn't know what the presence of God looks like? What kind of woman is that that doesn't do you know my one qualification for you to be my friend is that I have to feel the presence of God around you. I love people who carry the presence of God. I just love them. I want to go to their home. I just want to hug their neck because together we will vibe in the spirit. The presence. Say the presence. If your presence doesn't go with us Lord, we don't want to leave this place lord we need you here as we go from here to lead us by your love and grace may your presence fill us every day may your spirit lead the way lord to you we call let your glory fall Go with us. Lord.
Lord, we need your presence here with us. Come and habit our lives. Lord, we need your spirit in our midst, changing our hearts, filling our lives. Lord, we need your presence here with us today. Fill us with your spirit, cause you must wait your praise. Show your mighty power, reveal your truth and love. Lord, we need your presence with us. In your presence, I am content. In your presence, I am content. In your presence, there is light. Expressions of your love and revelations of your power and might. presence I can bring a love song offering I'm in the presence of my king a love song offering I'm in the presence of my king a love song offering I'm in the presence of my king I give you a love song offering. In your presence there is life. In your presence I am content. In your presence I am content. Let's sing it together. In your presence I am Expressions of your love and revelations of your power and might. In your presence, I can breathe a love song offering. And in the presence of my King, I give you a love song offering. Desire to court the atmosphere of the spirit. Desire to be in where God is. Desire to tabernacle with Him. Desire to be with Him. Desire to occupy. Desire for the oil of the spirit to be around you. Be hungry. Be hungry for this. Be hungry that God will be near you. And you will feel Him. Release yourself. Lose yourself for the presence of God. Let the oil of the Spirit surround you. Let the grace of God be around you. Let the atmosphere around you be an atmosphere of the spiritual. This is what you live for. You live for fellowship with God. 
You live for adoration of the Spirit of God. Get into the presence. Get into the presence of God. Some of you are dry because you've been so long, so far away from where His oil flows. You're so far away. You're so far away. The Spirit of God is calling you this morning. Come home. There's something better than money. There's something better than your pursuit. Come to the place where His oil is. Come. Come into the presence of God. Come into the presence of God. Where burdens are lifted, where yokes are broken, where oppression ends, in the presence of the Lord. In the presence of the Lord. Mahura Tsayali Sanamboshaya Shikura Abalibri Nostamanama. Oh, a love song of I know many of us desire many big things in God, but it all starts with the presence. It all starts with the flavor of God's Spirit. That's where it starts from. Hallelujah. Where shall I go from your Spirit? Or where shall I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in hell, you are there. You surround me. Your presence surround me. You are all around me. Let us pray. Say, God, I want to be bigger than money. I want to be bigger than pursuit after pecuniary gain. I want to be bigger than empty pursuits, oh God. Give me that which you give to the rich. Give me that which you give to the, to the hurting of this. So give me that which is your love, love from your heart. Let my heart feel your love. Let my heart feel your wisdom and your purpose. Let my heart feel that you're setting me up for a good name in society. Let my heart feel like you're raising me, oh God, for instruction, for righteousness, according to your word. We bless you. We honor you, our God. Thank you, Lord God. Receive every heart today. There may be someone here you don't know the Lord, so you don't know what we're talking about. It's a good moment for you to make a decision. I won't call you out or anything like that. But I just want you to speak to God. And that, let's pray this prayer together. Say, Dear Lord Jesus. Let's pray together. One more together. Say, Dear Lord Jesus. I'm tired of doing life my own way. I want your way. I acknowledge that I cannot do life by myself. I acknowledge my selfishness. I acknowledge my conceit. I repent of my sin. And I put my faith in Christ. Walk with me, Spirit of the living God. Reap out of me carnality. Take it out, Holy Spirit. Take it out. Wash me today. And I will walk with you. In the name of Jesus. 
I give my life to you. I give my all to you. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thanks for listening to this message from the Hills Church. Our mission is to love people, connect with family, and touch the world. Learn more on our website at www.ecclesiahills.org or email us at hello at ecclesiahills.org. 